On this episode of Low Earth Orbit, we review The Way Way Back. Welcome to Low Earth Orbit. This is episode eight. This week, we're talking about The Way Way Back. Matt Faxon and Jim Rash wrote and directed The Way Way Back. It's kind of an ensemble cast. Uh, there's Steve Carell, who's been in absolutely everything, but you know, The Office is probably his most famous role. And Steve Carell and Tony Collette were both in Little Miss Sunshine. Allison Janney is uh, known for West Wing and Juno, and she had sort of a small-ish role in American Beauty. Sam Rockwell is Sam Rockwell. <laughs> uh, he was in Moon and Seven Psychopaths. Galaxy Quest, too, was the other thing. Mm-hmm. And Rob Cordroy was literally in every single movie and TV show ever made. <laughs> uh, Warm Bodies was was one of the more recent ones he did, but he's he's just an inc- incredible amount of stuff. Um, anyway, so you know the the cat. The reason I think we're mentioning this is that the cast, you know, is it's a cast driven movie, if that makes any sense. So it's sort of the personalities that these guys portray that that drives the movie forward. Uh, so the the lead is actually River Alexander. And he is basically a newcomer. He hasn't been anything big. And he is spending the summer at uh, their beach house. And he doesn't really want to go. You know, he's happier just sort of being at home, living his life. But he kind of gets dragged along with uh, his sort of half-sister, I guess is the way you would describe it. And hilarity ensues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Steve, uh, maybe you could start by describing the role that one of the directors plays in community just to to fill that in yeah so jim rash uh plays the dean of the school and community community is about a community college in this obscure little town and he plays the dean of the school and uh so in addition to being doing a fantastic job in that role uh, as an actor he actually on the side wrote uh the movie the descendants which actually won an oscar for best adapted screenplay george, george clooney started that yeah, yeah yeah and um and so then in community they then heard this whole storyline about how he wanted to like like write the script for the school play and like direct it and stuff and so there's the whole hilarious ridiculous storyline entirely a spoof off of him actually writing the descendants but he didn't direct the descendants however now he directs this movie so it sort of like completes the whole circle with the ridiculous community uh Plot line. It's worth mentioning that Nat was that Nat or was that that was Jim Rash. Okay, so Nat is actually an actor in the movie as well. Yes, or yeah, they both, both are. Both of them appear yeah. in the movie. Yes, yeah. Okay. So, so what do you think though? I, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was very sweet. It was funny. It was not particularly profound. I thought, and the story was sort of you know vaguely predictable. But it was just the, the performances of all the entire cast was just so phenomenal. They just sort of uplifted. Uplift, uplift, they took the material and lifted it up beyond like even the the screenplay. I thought the screenplay was bad, but it wasn't as original, I thought, as The Descendants was. Um, and, you know, and it was just um, it was just so funny and the cast such a good job. I mean, I just love, like, it's hard to go wrong. We have Sam Rockwell, such a pr- prominent role as he is in this film. He just, I don't understand why he doesn't win more Oscars. He should win them all. He's just <laughs> so good. Such an incredible actor. Like, we, we, like uh, I recently just watched Some Psychopaths, where he plays the character who is not very uh, sort of... Um, likable of a character you know and he, he does a fantastic job pulling off that role there and here he's such a wonderful likable great guy you know and such a such an incredible range he has as an actor and i, I feel like he doesn't get recognized it recognized for that enough um and but the really the entire cast and alice and Janney was a, a hoot and the really the entire everybody else was just really really great and made the made the movie really fun so i i really enjoyed it justin 
Likewise, I really enjoyed this movie. I had a lot of fun. I will I will temper my review by saying that I showed it to the movie theater about five or ten minutes late, so I missed like the very opening notes of the movie. But overall, I just yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, I um, it, well, it went back and forth between being really fun, like with the water park employees, and being really sort of like you know kind of heartfelt and you know there's some serious issues with the family relationship and you know uh duncan's mom and her relationship with steve Pro's character whose name is escaping my trent. mind right now trent. trent yeah and you know i i don't know i thought it could go back and forth really well and you know i love sam rockwell of course because he's sam rockwell and he's great <laughs> in everything and um nat faxon who I, I actually didn't know this actor's name until just now but he's in a lot of things he's like in beer fest right and mm-hmm. like is super super funny and you know as a water park employee here and is like really good in everything and the fact that he wrote the movie too is like really awesome so i'm surprised i've never heard of him before you've never heard of him or seen him in any films oh yeah he will i mean like <clears throat> well beer fest is not exactly great you know film quality right you know i mean it's it's beer fest but you know he's in there and he's hilarious and like he's in this movie too and is also funny as you know sort of sam rockwell's you know tie along and it's just it's really good so i thought everybody did a great job i actually don't recognize most of the actors you know names in here but i thought everybody did a great job i just i really enjoyed this movie and especially like when i was in high school i was a lifeguard at you know a pool i wasn't out at a water park but at a pool and so seeing all the antics they get up to at the water park totally reminds me of the kind of antics that we get up to as lifeguards at the the public pool <laughs> and like this kind of stuff totally goes on and it's totally a lot of fun and i just it was great i really i enjoyed the whole thing i thought it was really good i totally recommend it it's funny that you mentioned that because that, that's the part i didn't connect to at all like my summers were never as a grown-up were never fun like yeah. they were they were you know they were and so i was dreaded my summers and there was never anything like swimming pools or water parks or anything you know and so like and that whole concept of like the you know the the summering somewhere, you know, like well, yeah, that's was, totally like an East Coast. Yeah, exactly. Is the whole point of like summering somewhere. Nobody who's outside of like Maine ever does that, right? Like that's the only people who do that. Yeah, so that whole thing was really sort of strange to me. But I, you know, even even so, I totally connected to you know the characters, you know, you know, and because the, because the actors such a good job of actually like of portraying those roles. Um, and even to like the the drama point of it, because I mean, you said it does kind of oscillate between being really funny and really sort of dramatic, you know. And Tony Collette, the mom, did such a fantastic job of her portraying this 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 character that was like very broken, but trying to hold it together for her kid, but just couldn't quite you know manage it. Like such a good job um, in that role. I was really really impressed. Totally, I agree. Uh, so I really liked it too. Um, I think pretty much everything you guys said um, applies. Uh, you know, a couple things I would add. Yeah, I mean, everybody, uh, Sam Rockwell stole the movie. I mean, there's, is there's there no way. He, does not steal? he steals every movie. <laughs> he just show up. And yeah. And it was just, yeah. I mean, there's, there's so, I mean, it was so pitch perfect. Like the, the role that he needs to play to make the movie work, he was dead on. I mean, perfect for it. And all the different, and it wasn't just, you know, there, there's a risk with that kind of role to sort of come off as too sort of um like preachy or or you know like this is the older brother character you know Mm. and he's going to behave this way but um it it was there was a lot of variety and it felt really natural and um i i i mean the moments the great acting moments were really great and um the thing that you guys didn't mention which i'm a little surprised about and we would talk more about it after the spoiler break but there's some pretty like intense emotional moments uh you know near the end kind of in the third act that i was really impressed by because up until that point it had been basically a fun summer movie kind of thing. But there's some moments where it's like, at least everything to me felt like, yeah, that's exactly what my mom's friend would say. That's exactly what my dad's friend would say. And none of it felt like 
so over the top that it's like, oh, this is just silly and nobody's really like this. Like it all felt, you know, there, there were those hilarious moments, but they all felt like, yeah, this is a real, pe- real people. This is what real people would say. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, it's hard to say much beyond what you guys have said, but yeah, I think I would definitely recommend it. Uh, I think what Steve said is true is that it's not, there's no real profound message, but if you just want to, you know, have a good time watching a movie and like see some good actors doing a really good job, um, I think it's easy to recommend. Yeah, the one, one thing to, to your point about like people doing things that you really think they would do, the, the one, the one point where I was not, I, I was sold, but not completely sold was, if that makes any sense, is, <laughs> is like the, the fact that the movie seemed to go out of its way to show par- like the kids being more mature than the adults. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where like the kids were doing the dishes and the kids were cleaning up after things. I distinctly remember that. Part. Yeah, and then yeah. like, and the adults were just like going off and running in the beach at night and like being completely irresponsible. And like, the movie felt like, almost like belabored that point just a tiny bit too much. Yeah, and I and, and I, and I, I, I I bought it, but I felt like it was trying too hard. I don't know if you, it's like it, you, you got that as well. I, yeah, no, I, I pre- yeah, I, I totally know what you're saying. Like it was. They definitely wanted to convey that message and overstepped it by the smallest amount. Like, they they were selling it and they did a good job of selling it and they sold it just a little too hard. But, over, I mean, overall, I think we got the point they were trying yeah. to say, which is that, and even when the character says it, is that, like, the place where they've gone is, like, spring break for adults. Yeah. And the adults are completely wild. They're doing whatever they want, whenever they want to. And they're, you know, they're acting like children. And it's the kids who sort of have to sort of have the more serious, like, you know, adult sort of responsibilities. Um, but yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. Like, there's the one scene, you know, where the, the kids are both doing the dishes. And they kind of, like, elbow the mother out of the way. They're like, well, you you just go do whatever you want to do. And we'll take care of the dishes. And the, there's the kids who are doing all the work. And the adults are kind of like, oh, I guess we'll go have fun now. Yeah, and they, they clamber yeah. over, like, a sand dune and run to the beach in the middle of the night or yeah, something like exactly. that. You know, laughing yeah. and falling. Yeah. And, well, you know, yeah. I think and it's, the, just, it's just barely too. They, they gave 101%. Yeah, they dialed exactly. it down. Just the smallest <laughs> amount would be perfect. Well, I think, I think it was part, still really good. I, I, I think that's... I think it might have been a little too much, too. But I think part of the reason... Uh, the thing I don't think you mentioned was... Uh, that's essential to understand why it is that Duncan... We'll talk. Have to talk more about this after spoiler break. But why Duncan kind of stops listening mm-hmm. to his, you know, his, his real parent, and then the sort of interim parent or whatever you'd say. Yeah, because it's part. It's part of that. That's like, well, yeah, that you, you guys are acting irresponsibly, so you're kind of losing credibility as sort of a parent figure here. Yeah. And yeah, I, I agree. They might have gone a little totally. bit, a, a little bit over. Um, it's a fun movie. It's well done. It well acted. Um, the the cast is just. Crazy, you know, and like cra- crazy yeah. good. I guess is the way great, to say it. great cast. Yeah, yeah no, no, no question. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how they got all those people together. The one thing I thought would be a tiny bit better. Uh, it, this movie had this very sort of retro vibe. I don't know if you guys got that, like you know, the old saltwater park, you know, a little bit. Town. I mean, uh, yeah, and nobody had nobody had mobile day. phones. Like he would go they out. Did. Why the didn't girl, they call the girl him? Absolutely had an iPhone. No question. The, like which girl? Uh, yeah. Well, so one of them had like a flip phone or something. Well, so, one of them. I mean, did, but, and he so has earbuds too. What's, like, who's, yeah. the, who's the girl that Duncan was interested in? The neighbor girl. I forget her name. I, I forget her name too. But she like absolutely at some point had a candy bar shaped phone that I was like, oh, it's totally an iPhone. Well, like, I mean, it's definitely like, it definitely like takes place in the modern in, in, like you know modern day. It's not right. like. It's but not, he it's, doesn't have a phone. No, but but I mean, they don't call him. But, but it has overall, this, it has a very retro vibe. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. could have taken this movie and put it in 1985. Yeah. And 
everything would have made sense. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. It's very much like I feel like uh, down to the Pac Man. Like Juno has the same kind of like you know thing going on to it, where people tell that there's like this, just like sort of vaguely eighties like the way they dress with the really tall like high socks, you yeah. know. And like, again, there's like no mobile phones really involved and. I think the one thing would have made a tiny bit better had they applied like a Moonrise Kingdom style like retro Instagram filter on the entire movie. <laughs> Amazing. Steve's only criteria <laughs> for good cinematography. Could this have been filmed in Instagram? Yes or no? This one uh, totally could have been. Awesome. <laughs> Insufficient Instagram. Down two stars. That's all. Uh, my God. Okay. So uh, so we'll talk we'll talk spoilers a little bit. I don't think there's a ton to talk about. It. Just a couple things. Uh, after the break. Um, but if you want to contact us, uh, you, first off, we probably don't mention enough, but there's our website is uh, lowearthorbit.fm, so you can get all this stuff there. But you can email us at feedback at lowearthorbit.fm, and on Twitter, we're low, at lowearthshow. And uh, we really appreciate it if you go into iTunes and give the show uh, a rating and a, an actual written review, because uh, that helps people to kind of find us and and take a listen to the show. Um, I think that's it. So see you next time. Uh, so as we usually do, uh, we're going to take a, a little bit of time just to talk about uh, plot points in the movie. I, I don't think we're going to have a ton because, again, it's not a super deep movie. But if you haven't seen the movie yet, you might want to pause it, watch the movie, run back, and then listen to the rest of this. All right. Uh, so the 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 for me, I think the best scene of the movie, at least the best acted written scene, was when Duncan confronts his mom about the the stuff that's been going on. Like when they're on the beach. Yeah. Because yeah, for, for me, for me, I, really I felt cool. like I felt those emotions in me my chest. Too. Like yeah. and the the thing, and I was I was already there. I was already like really into it because he was like basically telling his mom, like you need to say something. You see what's going right. on. This is yeah. screwed up. And you already and, and they do an Steve Carell does an amazing job at being somebody that nobody in the theater likes because mm-hmm. he's just he's, which, which I love that I love being able to hate Steve Carell and it was great so Steve, <laughs> yeah and that's the thing is that Steve Carell like actually has a really great range like an underappreciated range yeah. as an actor because he can go from being a forty year old virgin and being like this super you know comedy like you know raunchy sort of humor movie you can do Dan in real life. Where he's like really, seen. Yeah. really earnest, really sort of like a lovable kind of screw up like sort of guy who like wants to get his life together and is not totally there yet. And then he can do this role where you really think he's a douche, right? I mean, like Steve Carell's character in this movie is not likable. Like, and that's the whole point is that yeah. he's not a relatable or like nice person. And the fact he can do all three of those movies, he's doing a great job. Like, I really have a lot of respect for him as an no. actor. He I, mean, I, I feel, I feel like so many actors who do this, like, sort of extreme, I mean, have, like, who typically do comedy can actually really do drama, but they stop, they get so, because it, you know, they get so pigeonholed in the comedy side of things, they don't tend to do it much. Yeah. Will Ferrell and Jim Carrey the same way. Like, when they do drama, they do amazing job. Totally. Also, like, like um, Steve Carell in Little Miss Sunshine, where he's also not a technically hilarious character. And he's sort of this messed up uncle, you know, that's very self-centered, you know, and also really delivers that role as well. Uh, yeah, just circling back for a sec to, the, to that scene, though, the, the thing that, that got me, and like, again, why I think it was probably the best impact moment of the movie is when uh duncan starts telling him off yeah and and he you can see that trent the the character played by steve carell 
st- looks like he's going to hit him. Oh yeah, for sure. And, well, and, and he is going to hit him, right? Yeah, right. I mean, well, he looks, it doesn't his, happen. His, yeah, his friend, his friend Kim, Kim, intercepts, played yeah. by I forget his name, but he's also a great R- Rob, Rob Cordy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's love it, him and everything he's into. Yes. But like he has to step in and sort of like push him, away. which yeah. is an intense moment because you're like, oh, he's going to hit a kid. He's going to slug him, and his friend is stopping him, and you're like, ugh. But so here's the interesting thing because right before we started recording, the the thing that Steve and I were started to talk about was. There's sort of like a vague implication that Amanda Pete and his character are married, but I don't think they actually are. Because if he was, he he would be pissed when he was finding out of all this information, right? He would punch Steve Carell, and that did not happen. Yeah, I didn't think about so, that. So, uh, so I missed the first five or ten minutes of the movie. So can you? So the, who, the two who? friends, the, the, it's basically the four of them, right? So it's, it's Duncan's mom, and, Kip, bald guy, with the yes, yeah, and right, then Amanda right. Pete is the the. We're trying to identify G- if she is the wife or not. G- or, or at least a or girlfriend or something. Joan, yes. Okay. And there's an implication that she... Well, well we don't know. Kip or maybe together? I understand that you don't know, but is that what you're getting at? Is that they may be together? We don't... Or, uh, I, I assume they were together. I thought, and I think they're not. I thought they were man and wife, actually. Yeah. Oh, I, really? I think absolutely not, because if that was the case, he would have clocked him in that scene. But they, right? well, they always mm. show up together to all these dinners and sit, sit next to each other. So I assume well, they were... Well, that is true. Yeah. That is odd. So it was. It, it's funny because up until that point, you're just sort of led to believe that. And the other reason I didn't think uh, that was the case is there was some comment about, you know, oh he's growing. They were talking about trends. They're saying like, oh he's gr- he's growing out of this, or he's being flexible, or he's talking about himself like that. I think. And Joan says something about, well, tell that to Christine. And it's like this really awkward moment where she's bringing up like his ex girlfriend, but the the Kip or whatever didn't have that same experience. They weren't yeah. reacting the same way. See, the fact that the adults' relationships are this complicated and the kids' relationships are not this complicated is, like, entirely the point of the movie, right? Yeah. Is that, like, the adults have this crazy, like, crazy, like, love triangle going on, like, who's crying with who, and nobody knows, and there's all this intrigue, and, like, you know, oh, cheating, and all this other stuff. And the kids are completely straightforward and, like, completely unambiguous in what's going on. And, like, yeah, it's, like, the whole point, right? It's that the adults are, like, the completely wild, crazy ones, and the kids are actually the responsible, very straightforward ones. <laughs> That's totally the whole point of the movie, right? <laughs> no, 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 like, no, yeah. <laughs> well, and, uh, it's funny, too, because then the the... Sam Rockwell character, which we actually didn't talk about that much, all things considered, he actually walks the line between the two, right? Where he's he's had those adult experiences, yeah. But it it sort of suggests that because he had been in a situation where Duncan had been, like yeah. he had had that same kind of experience growing up, yeah. he kind of realized how crazy that was and he actively avoided it. Yeah, um, I, I love Sam Rockwell's character, like the fact that he could be. Like the goofy, you know, sort of like what every kid wants to be. You know, every teenager wants to be like the crazy, outgoing, like, oh, I'm going to do all this crazy stuff, make all these funny jokes and like, you know, have all this like, I don't care what anybody thinks sort of attitude. And it all still kind of works out for them. But then that he could have, you know, those moments where like we're on top of the water slide and, you know, they have like a really serious moment where like, you know, Duncan is really sort of spilling the beans about like what his family situation is. And like Sam Rockwell's character is totally... There for him, you know. He's like, yeah, hey, man, man, I'm here. You know, like it's all going to be okay. Like we're going to figure this out. And then, like at the end, we're kind of like, there's like, there's like three seconds there at the end where like Sam Rockwell's character kind of stands up to Steve Carell's character. Yeah, that was and, like, intense. He, yeah. like, and all he has to do is like lean his shoulders the right way at the right moment, and you're like, I totally know what the situation is. Yeah, you know, and just like to get right in there and sort of be like, nope, I'm <laughs> I'm protecting Duncan. Like you know, he's my friend. Like you back back off. Like, and it was great, you know. In fact, he could do both. He could be totally carefree and totally, you know, whatever. And at the same time, you know, be kind of serious and kind of be like, you know, I'm on your side. We're going to figure this out. And he could do both of those. Awesome. Love Sam Rockwell. It makes them feel like the same character, too. And he, yeah, exactly. And point. that's the crucial point yeah. is that he makes it feel like one person that could yeah. do all of this 
gold. Yeah, absolutely no, gold. Always like blown away by his his, his acting. Totally. Yeah. All right, I think that's it. We'll see you guys next time. And now the news. <laughs> Uh, Amanda P. This is going to be great. I can, can hear the paper. It feels like it's <laughs> it like a real newscast. Yeah. Uh, Amanda P. Steve Carell. Oh, really? Yeah. I, yeah, no, okay. I don't. I had the opposite yeah. reaction where like most of them, except from her, most of them I recognized. Oh, really? There's, yeah. yeah, I think there's something interesting here. So. We're like doing the episode right now. <laughs> <laughs> we could be doing the episode right now. <laughs> okay. We might already be doing the episode. Who knows? Guys, we should totally record a podcast <laughs> where we discuss this. <laughs> oh, God. It's getting super meta. Okay. Uh... So we're going to say, welcome to Low Earth Orbit, episode eight, right? And this week uh, we're talking about... Yeah, the last okay. one was seven. This must be eight. Yeah. <laughs> seven, eight seven, eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> because numbers. <laughs> we can just keep recording. Yeah, let's just keep rolling.